Hello, and welcome to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. If you're not driving, get your pens, pads, and devices, and get ready to journey through God's Word together for the next few minutes. And if you can't make notes right now, be sure to save, download, or bookmark the podcast to listen again later. Oh, and don't forget to follow. Now, without further ado, here's Vanessa. Hello, my friends. This is Vanessa Evkins. I wanted to just hop on and do a quick recording. God has laid something so wonderful on my heart, and I just want to share it with you. And before I share it with you, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners of this podcast. Thank you for listening, studying with me. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your family, with your friends, and the people that you care about the most, because I'm so excited to announce that we just have over 1,000 downloads. So that is a celebration in seeing how the blessing of you, the listener, is sharing with others and the Word of God is getting out. So we just thank you and we just thank the Lord for blessing the fruit of our efforts to get the word out and to bless other people. But let's do a quick prayer and I'm going to share with you what God laid on my heart. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this wonderful week. I thank you, Father God, for your word. I thank you, Father God, that we can be in relationship with you. And I thank you, Father God, for each listener, for the time that they put in to learn more about you, to study your word, and to be in relationship with you. Father God, I pray that as I share what you've laid on my heart, that it will grow in our hearts and we will be able to live out the word that you have shared with us and change for the better and be a better example of Jesus in this earth for such a time as now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, my friends, are you ready? (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to be sharing from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 2, starting in verse 18, and also from the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 through 16. So let's go ahead and turn over to Ecclesiastes and so forth. And then you'll want to study it on out because it is so good. This week was Labor Day. God laid upon my heart about labor and also entering into his rest. And he took me to Ecclesiastes chapter 2 where Solomon is talking about the work. I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. Starting in verse 18, it says, and this is Solomon, I came to hate all my work here on earth, for I must leave to others everything I've earned. And who can tell whether my successors will be wise or foolish? Yet they will control everything I have gained by my skill and hard work under the sun. How meaningless. So I gave up in despair, questioning the value of all my hard work in the world. So we can see here that Solomon 
is frustrated with all the work that has been done that is now going to go to someone else. And he's questioning whether or not the person that's going to come behind him, his successor, will be wise or foolish. Yet, whether they're wise or foolish, they are going to control everything that he has worked hard for. And he has come to the conclusion that this is meaningless. And so he's questioning the value of his hard work in the world. In verse 21, he goes on to say, some people work wisely with knowledge and skill, then must leave the fruit of their efforts to someone who hasn't worked for it. This too is meaningless, a great tragedy. So what do people get in this life for all the hard work and anxiety? Their days of labor are filled with pain, grief, and even night with minds that cannot rest. This is all meaningless. I don't know about you, but I definitely can relate. Have you been, um, I am considered what you call that workaholic, that work, 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 work. (laughs) It's like you always have to be doing something. And I know there's a lot of me's out there um, in the world. And then you have the other people that just seem to just really sit back and relax and just kind of enjoy life. And we kind of look at them like, oh, there's something you could be doing. Solomon goes on to say that some people work wisely with the knowledge that they have earned and their skills and their talents has brought them so much fruit and God has increased it. But yet this too will be left for someone else. And he's saying what a great tragedy it is for us to work really, really, really hard and then pass it down to someone else that has not worked for it. So he says, so what do people get in this life for all the hard work that that we do? Sometimes it can bring pain and grief and even at night can cause us to have sleepless nights where we think about all the things we have to do and all the things that will come to a point where we can't do it anymore and we have to pass it on to someone else. So Solomon says in verse 24, this is how he ends it. He says, so I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. Then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God. If you can remember back in the Old Testament, God commanded the Israelites to find rest, to take a day of rest. Now, we can remember back in the Old Testament that God commanded the Israelites to rest. That is over in Exodus chapter 23, verse 12 where he tells them, for six days you should do work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Now, let's go over to Hebrews chapter 4, and let's read about the rest that God gives his people. In Hebrews chapter 4, starting in verse 1, it says, God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we are to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For the good news is that God has prepared this rest and has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did 
them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listen to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, In my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world, we know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for the people to enter. But those who first heard the good news failed to enter because of their because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering in his rest. And that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Verse 8. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall. Verse 12, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. So then, since we have a high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understand our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. God's promise of entering his rest still stands and we have to be careful to not miss it and to experience this wonderful rest. God wants his people to enter into this rest. In verse 6 it says that even some of those people will fail to enter into. In verse 6 it says that some of the people back then was disobedient and they didn't enter into the rest. Same today. We want to not miss this experience. We don't want to be disobedient. We want to enter into God's rest. And then he mentioned in verse 8, if Joshua would have succeeded in giving this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest, this special rest that is still waiting for God's people. And we know that this rest comes only through Jesus. There is nothing wrong with working. We want to work. It's good for us to work. 
but we don't want our work to bring anxiety on us. We don't want to be anxious. We don't want to be stressed out. It tells us in Philippians 4 and 6, be anxious for nothing, but through everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And also, Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, 34, he says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. There you have it from Jesus. And our work should be enjoyable, satisfying. We should be able to see the benefits from our work. We should enjoy the fruit of our labor. So you may be asking, how do we enter into this rest? We can enter into God's rest by taking time away from work, doing something fun, doing something with your family, having some quiet time with the Lord to get relaxed, to get restored, and to get revived. This is what happened when you enter into that secret place. So I want to challenge you for this Labor Day week to be still, get some rest, know that you are loved by God, know that you're loved by family and others. Ask God to allow you to experience His rest and enjoy your week. So for the next several weeks, I am going to be entering into a Sabbath rest, seeking the Lord for guidance as we enter into our fall Bible study. So I challenge you to go back and relax, review each of the episodes that we have done before and continue to study and read the Bible because this is how we learn. This is how we grow and also continue to share. We are now working on our next 1000 downloads uh, to reach people who may have never heard the word of God and to enlarge God's territory. Thank you so much for listening to this special edition, and we'll see you back real soon. You've been listening to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith, encourage you in your walk with Him, and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence toward fulfilling the work He has already begun in you. Since you're already here, We invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and His Word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life Podcast, currently on Spotify, Audible, and Podbean.